This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's a, it's a quick pick. It's a quick Lakers snack pack for you. We're going to bring you a, just a little tidbit, little smidget, little tidbit of some Lakers news that's coming right at you. It's Lakers Fast Break. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos. Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and of course, also everyone out there knows me as part of Lakers fast break as well. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Big shout out to everyone out there that's watching. Happy holidays and the best to you. Uh, Brandon's already in the chat. Truly appreciate you joining us. Again, only going to be here a few minutes, but he says his lineup should be ARTP, Vando, Braun, and AD. Uh, that's uh, his lineup right there. I'm not sure if it would be mine. But whatever's right now, the starting lineup for the Lakers isn't quite working. So maybe some changes need to be made. But until the Lakers start losing a little bit more, I don't think they'll make that change just yet. But the statistics bear out that a change does need to be made. It is Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this and truly appreciate it. It is, of course, the Lakers fast break. A little tidbit for you here today. Thanks so much for joining us. Give a big shout out to all of our good friends, Lakerholics.com, Lakersball.com. Also as well, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights, of course, also as well, Empire Jeff TV, of course, also as well, John Costa and the Lakers Corner and Clutch Talk, of course, John McCallion, and of course, our good friends, Mr. Tony B at the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat. Give all those great, and Lakers in five as well, give him a big shout out. He covered DeJounte Murray. I don't know if it was based off something I said because I've been saying DeJounte Murray's name now for several days. So I might have been on to something here because Sham Sharania reported yesterday on Twitter that DeJounte Murray may be a possible trade talk or trade target for the Los Angeles Lakers. So it's interesting to see. Wanted to go ahead and hear your thoughts real quickly. We will not be on for an extended stay today. So we do apologize for that. We're going to have to be here in and out and all about today. We've got actually two members of the Lakers community in the New York City area, in the New York area, and Joe Soro and Jamie Sweet. Those guys are on the East Coast right now. Also as well, you've got Sean Grice. He's out and about in Toronto. And of course, also as well, we've got me that's going to head out here pretty soon as well. So we are still trying to figure out tomorrow our coverage for the Lakers and the Charlotte Hornets, but we will try to bring it to you as best we can. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break, and of course the post game as well. Empire Jeff TV, hope all is well with you. Truly appreciate what you're doing on your channel, Empire Jeff TV. Go ahead and check it out there. But I do want to go ahead and just mention the 
rumors that are abound that's uh, he was helped brought out by of course the man himself sham sharania guy who actually bumped into me while he was glad handing here in henderson near las vegas at the victor Wembyama scoot henderson game way back when so he has reported that the Lakers may be eyeing DeJounte Murray as a trade target. Uh, his stats, just to let you know, because he is playing for the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks are playing in mediocrity and, and somewhat anonymity right now. And he is playing second fiddle to, of course, Trey Young. The Atlanta Hawks are 12 and 18, their 11th place in the Eastern Conference. DeJounte Murray is averaging 20 points four rebounds and five assists. He is shooting right now about, let me go ahead and make sure we got that for you right here. Shooting wise, it's not a great factor as far as it's concerned. He's shooting 37%, not terrible, not bad, not great, but it's still pretty solid. Again, 20 points a game, five assists, four rebounds. Plays a little bit better defense than what you would get from D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves right now. So that comes up, I think, as far as the Biggest thing that I think a lot of people would look at as far as him is concerned. Solo says we have to get rid of Reeves if we want Murray, because I think that would be also as well what Atlanta would want on their plate as far as it's concerned. Empire Jeff TV says Lakers being publicly linked to clutch clients. The word is indeed still around. Yep, absolutely. I know there was another Lakers podcast that went off recently on Cam Reddish, and I'm like, this guy, Cam Reddish, yes, he is a clutch client. Yes, we know that. We understand that. But the guy's making a minimum salary. The guy, it was expected to be like a 12th or 13th guy. So anything, any level he's playing above that for us and contributing to us, I think is a bonus for us. Now, mind you, he is not the shooting guard Cam Reddish is that we want because obviously we want someone there who's going to get you 15 to 20 points a game, get you efficient 35 to 45% shooting from behind the arc and be able to go ahead and still play the level of defense that Cam Reddish is playing. But I get think, again, for what we're getting out of him, I think it's well above the minimum salary that we're currently paying him. I mean, there are other minimum salary players on the Lakers roster, i.e. Christian Wood, uh, Jackson Hayes, who are not contributing as much to the team right now. Uh, Alan's in out there in the chat and like, again, we're, I'm only going to be here for a few minutes as far as for that's concerned, but Alan's out there in the chat. Truly appreciate you joining us. Alan, would you all trade Reeves from Uri? I think right now seeing the deficiencies in his defense, Alan, uh, as far as that's concerned, I would probably have to lean. Yes. At this point, you've got a guy that's in it going to be this. He's in his 27 year old season right now. He is averaging 20 points a game. Four, four rebounds, five assists, so he can give you playmaking, plus he can also uh, fall. Obviously, he is quite a bit with Trey Young, but he, remember, he comes back as far as the point guard when he was at in, in San Antonio. So he is used to playing and handling the ball quite a bit, but he's also can play off the ball quite a bit as well if he's asked to do so. Empire Jeff CV says, I don't believe the Lakers have the trade assets to get Murray considering what Atlanta gave up to get him which was three first round picks. If it, if he does go cheap, then Empire Jeff, the Lakers might have so, enough to go ahead and get, get him on, on their books, but they'd have to probably take Capella with him, which again, you can either love or hate Clint Capella, who has another year on his contract. I would probably take that deal with Clint Capella and Murray. 
I don't think you have enough in sheer dollar amounts to get Bogdanovich on top of it, but I could see Murray and Capella being a, a nice combo that you can pick up, especially if you're interested in shoring up that back line as well. So that's just a, as far as what the thoughts are out there. But Sham, Sham Sharania did say that the reports are behind the scenes, the Lakers may be targeting DeJounte Murray in an upcoming trade possibility. He's a trade target of theirs. Again, you're going to be hearing these rumors about various players, Zach Levine, other players that are going to be mentioned out there. I know uh, actually Laker Tom is still targeting Kelly Olenek, uh, Laurie Markkinen, uh, Draymond Green, guys like that. I know he's targeting there as well. So Alan says, we don't think we have enough first for that, I don't think. Yeah, if you're looking, if Atlanta's looking to get the same investment, the same return on investment that they gave up, no, the Lakers don't have enough as far as the three first-round draft picks at this point in time. But if they want to get him off the books or if they want to get Capella off the books, then that would be a different story, Alan. If they want to get Capella and Murray off the books and get that money off, then they might be willing to go a little bit cheaper for the Lakers. And that may get them interested in what the Lakers have to offer. Brandon's asked who would be my ideal trade target. Again, DeJounte Murray's not perfect. He's not a great shooter. He's he's a, he's a decent shooter. He does play pretty good defense. He does get you a lot of steals. He's not perfect, but to me, he's a little bit better option than Zach Levine. Because again, I would ask for a, a Capella, Murray combo coming to the Los Angeles Lakers because that would should help out your front line and should help out your perimeter as well. It's not a perfect trade. There is no perfect trade for the Lakers right now. There is no perfect candidate because you go Zach Levine. Zach Levine, he gets you shooting. Well, normally he actually sucks from behind the arc this year, but he gets normally he gets you some shooting. But he can't play defense with the darn, and he's worth $148 million. So, uh, you know, as far as left on his contract. So I'm not sure exactly why you would be one interested in to invest so much into one player as Zach Levine. Is Capella a negative contract? <sighs> I want to lean a little bit yes, Alan, but it's only on the books for this year and next. That's the thing. Atlanta is what? With, with right now with Murray. With Trey Young, with Clint Capella, Okongwu, with Johnson, their whole lineup right now, right now they're 12 and 18, Alan. So they're going nowhere fast. They're 11th place in the West, in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, absolutely would not be in. Uh, it would be in their best interest right now to go ahead and at least look at options as far as maybe breaking up what they have because the days of them going to the Eastern Conference finals are are pretty much in the dust at this point in time, especially with Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, looking so much better than what they have to offer right now. Solo says, I watched that man quit on the Bulls. Yeah, I just watched the the Twitter as far as the highlights of him being able to run back and forth now. He's starting to just do some running drills because of all the injuries he's had. Yeah, I, don't, I have no interest in Zach Levine as well, Solo. So I agree with you, my friend, but... I just wanted to go ahead and make sure everybody knows what's going on as far as the latest news, innuendo, and rumors. But it was reported by Sham Sharani. I didn't want to go ahead and say too much about it other than what my personal feeling is out there. If there was anybody out there that 
the Lakers should lean in it. And I was mentioned this when we were on the Laker Tom last weekend, not this past weekend, but the last weekend before when you started talking trade scenarios. And I mentioned DeJounte Murray, someone who he had mentioned as of yet. And I think, uh, you know, we need to come to grips with the fact that we're going to be hearing a lot of names out there. There is no perfect answer for the Lakers' problems right now. There is no perfect situation. Now, if that's the case and the Lakers could go ahead and get a guy like Murray coming in there, still in the prime of his career, can play well alongside AD and LeBron. He can score for you 20 points a game. He can play better defense than what D'Angelo or and or Austin Reese can give you, then you might want to consider it. And then Capello, yes, it is a slightly negative contract, but the guy can still get you double doubles. And he could be someone that if you everybody that has still wants out there AD to be uh, moved to the four or at least get more time as far as having a backup center as someone that can come off the bench or start alongside AD, at least he gives you that option to be a little bit better quality than what you're getting so far from Christian Wood and Jackson Hayes. Omaros Hall says D'Lo, Rui, JHS, Jackson Hayes, 29th pick for Murray and Capella. He's got it already mapped out. There you go, Omaros. There you go. Would you give up Reeves, Christie, and picks for Murray? Yeah. Christie, Empire Jeff, we've talked about it on this show. I am not going to be Stone Hansen or Joe Sorrell that says he's not an NBA player. I do think Max will be an NBA player as far as rotation players somewhere. It just looks more and more like it won't be with the Lakers. So, yes. And Reeves' deficiencies on defense, that's going to come up every single time in a playoff series. As much as we love having Reeves on this roster, you got to remember he was undrafted for a reason. He was undrafted because, unfortunately, he cannot play defense well. Teams have caught on. They watched what happened in FIBA. They caught on, and now they're picking on him every time they've got their front-line starters back in there. He flourishes against the second-line guys, but when it comes to the front-line starters in the clutch minutes, you and I both see it. They go hard at him each and every time out. Boston did, and so did Oklahoma City. We saw that recently. Allen says, I don't know why they want Reeves either, because Trey Reeves or D'Lo backcourt would be barbecue chicken. Reeves, I think, is the fact that he can score and he's on a relatively inexpensive contract and he's still somewhat young, Alan. It's just, will he ever get those defensive inefficiencies ever worked out? That's the problem. Will he be able to learn the positioning necessary in order to go ahead and succeed as well? This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. 
Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Kurt, thanks so much. Truly appreciate it. I'm only going to be on for a few more minutes, so I wanted to go ahead and make sure we get you at least something. A little snack pack. A quick fix for you from the Lakers fast break. Everybody is actually on the move as far as the panelists. I know that Joe Soro and also as well, Jamie Sweet, they're headed back east. I know also as well, I'm heading a little bit west. I'm going to try and see what we can do to make sure that we still provide you a playback.tv slash Lakers fast break and a post game at some point in time tomorrow. It may not be directly after the game. If it isn't, I will alert you on as far as our social media and let you know that we will still try to be able to go ahead and put out a post game for you at some point in time tomorrow night, maybe a little bit later. So I want to give you a heads up on that indeed. Cool, bro. What's up? Brandon says, would you want AD back to the four? Or do you like him at the five with a better backup? I like him at the five as a better backup. I think it's just the statistics bear out. I know he is not... It, he, He's not ever really embraced being the five, but unfortunately, statistics bear out, Brandon, that he is probably a little bit better option at five. Although, as you and I have seen in recent games, because of the stretch five factor, he's had to play out more often and more often. They're drawing him further and further away from the basket, and it is getting to the point where maybe he's not going to be able to give you what you need inside because they are simply drawing him too far away from the basket. So, yeah, I would like actually like to see him still stay at the five, but having maybe a Clint Capella in there alongside of him, maybe that could give the Lakers a little bit better opportunities defensively and also, and most importantly, rebounding. Rebounding, he's a much better rebounder than what we're seeing from Jackson Hayes or Christian Wood at this point in time. Plus, he's a little bit more athletic. He's a little faster than than Christian Wood, even at uh, the fact that he's in his early 30s. I still think he's a little bit more athletic than Christian Wood is. He'll be able to last out there in a defensive format a little bit more than what we're seeing with Christian Wood or Jackson Hayes. Uh, Jackson Hayes is very athletic, but obviously he gets muscled inside. So Clint Capella is used to bang it inside with some of the biggest in the actual NBA right now. Can Murray shoot the three efficiently, John says? Well, his stats bear out that he's a average three-point shooter, 37.5% right now from behind the arc. It's not great, but defensively, he gives you more, and scoring-wise, he can still score like we need, but he can actually also defend better at the perimeter than what we're seeing as a 6-5 guard than D'Angelo Russell or Austin Reeves. And I think that's what it comes down to is that if we get him, maybe Cam and Vando will not have to be relied upon so much because as we rely on them so much for defense, you can see in the statistics that bear out in those first two games in the starting lineups that the numbers don't quite work out for us as well offensively. So cool, bro. Great to have you here as well. I hope it turns out well as well. So no worries. I'm, I keep going at it with your video. Good luck on that. Hopefully everybody will continue to have a great holiday season into the new year. But this is Gerald Glassford. I want to make sure everybody knows that we will try to get you some content tomorrow as best we can. We're all in transit tomorrow. We're all going to be in remote locations. I wanted to go ahead and at least give you something 
before I left out on the road myself. So wanted to go ahead and make sure that you know out there that we care about you very much as an audience. And we want to try to get you every day, at least a little something before we head on out. Um, John, thanks, Gerald. Agree. He's not great. He's not a perfect answer, John. I'm not like, like going, doing backflips that the Lakers are interested in this guy. If the rumors from Sham Sharani are true, but I think when you're talking about if the Lakers, because they always get the itch to make a trade, we have to make a trade. We have to make a trade. The Lakers are 16 and 15. We have to make a trade. You know, the, the, what we talk about is, oh, you have to get a third star. You have to get a third star. Joe says we have to get a third star or a third scoring mentality guy. Well, he fills a, a little bit more of the boxes that you want to check off the Lakers don't right now. So I think that's probably the best way I can say it is that he defends better. He can still score 20 a game. He doesn't really shoot great, but he doesn't shoot poor enough to really turn you off. So, you know, 37 and percent right there on the average, uh, which for the Lakers actually would be above average right now. So someone says Lakers should have really signed B.S. McBiombo. Uh, no. I understand he's playing uh, some time for Memphis, but sorry, 50% free throw shooting, Bismack beyond no. He would not have uh, been able to, you guys would have been so angry each and every time he goes to the free throw line and he bricks free throw after free throw. You And and the they get, other team goes into a hack of Biombo. Yeah, I understand that me, my, uh, Memphis is playing well with the addition of John Morant, but yeah, Biombo, yeah, I'm sorry. He, you know, there's a reason why he uh, Phoenix didn't retain his services. Uh, Etra Lesson says 37 percentage from three is good, but he is a difference maker. It's okay, Etra. Etra, it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. It's league average three pointers. So, you know, if you take the Lakers curse, which I don't believe in, you come knocking down a couple points, Etra. You know, everybody talks about the Lakers three point curse. I don't believe in it because LeBron's shooting near 40. Rui's near, shooting near 40. Torian Prince is shooting near 40. Uh, Austin Reeves has improved his three-point shooting as of late. D'Angelo still stinks, but that's beside the point. Etra, I think he's going to probably be around a 36 to 38% shooter wherever he goes, including the Lakers. But he is a difference maker. He does create turnovers. He does go ahead and defend in space. And he is 6'5". And he can play off the ball or on the ball for you, which I think is a key for the Lakers if they want to go ahead and retain his services. Kurt Affair says, I'd still have rather have Murray over Levine. DeRozan, I can go either way. The only thing with DeRozan is, yeah, he's a scorer, but what does he give you defensively, you know, in a playoff? I always think myself in a playoff mentality. What does he do for you in the playoffs? Can he get schemed off the floor? DeRozan is a type of guy at this age where he could possibly get schemed off the floor because of his defensive inefficiencies like Austin Reeves could, you know, because he'll be a target if the Lakers make it to the playoffs. Cool, bro. Well, Gerald, I have to get to work more. May the force be with you. May the force be with you as well. Cool, bro. Always. Again, I will try to be here tomorrow night in some form or fashion. We will try to have shows for you tomorrow night as best we can. We will all be doing it on location so I don't know how we're still we're still trying to figure out the logistics behind the scenes, but we're all trying to make it work just for you because we truly appreciate what you do for us here. I'm not sure the time I will post updates on 
I guess I'll try to post it on our social media and I'll post it here on YouTube channel in written form. So be sure to check out the show notes coming up for that tomorrow as well. Kurt Affairs says, Alderosen, you can ask for as defensively as to try, offensively is what you'll get. He can score and play make. He can, but at 35, you're not sure exactly, or 34, you're not sure exactly how much Kurt he's going to get. Uh, he would be an upgrade, but how much you're going to have to give up for a guy that is getting closer and closer to the end of his, of his career is, is uh, really kind of iffy. Again, if the Lakers have to give up a lot, including first-round draft picks for a 34-year-old guy, not really in love with that concept, but we'll see. Again, enjoy your holidays. Absolutely cool, bro. We will see you here hopefully tomorrow. But once again, it is Gerald Glassford. What are your thoughts about DeJounte Murray being a possible trade target as reported on by Sham Sharania? I'm not dedicating this video to patting myself on the back. I just mentioned that a couple weeks ago and in the recent days. That's just a possibility. I just thought looking at the NBA landscape, looking at teams who are disappointing, who might give up their players, their strong players, what did they do? What did they not do that could possibly help the Lakers? I thought here's a combo of Capella and Murray that may be able to go ahead and help us out somewhat. It's not a perfect answer. And there is nothing out there right now that is a perfect answer for the Lakers. Please understand that. But as long as you do, that may be a better option. And just, and you know the Lakers as well as I do. They always want to make the splashy deals. They always want to go ahead and do the quick fixes. They they figured out, hey, what worked for us last trade deadline may do so as well. Kurt says, I can't believe Sham Sharani is stealing my ideas. Well, I don't know. He bumped into me in Henderson. So maybe he was just, I was rubbing off on him then. So what can I say? What can I say? Bloodhound says Murray would be a good fit for the Lakers, scoring, playmaking, and badly needed defense in the backcourt. Again, he is pretty good at all threes. He's not spectacular, but he's pretty good at all three of those aspects. So Bloodhound, I'm just thinking he'd be a solid choice for us. Not saying it would be the be-all, end-all, but I think it's better better option than what Laker Tom and what some of the other analysts have out there for us right now. Someone says the Lakers just don't have enough two-way players. Honestly, you're right some way. Uh, as Zangerstein uh, points out to us, Zangerstein always points out the Lakers have players that do one thing well or the other thing well, but not both at the same time. John says, for me, Murray, for D'Lo and Hayes or Wood would be good. I don't want to lose Reeves. John, if you look at it from the Atlanta point of view, which I try to do, and that's the thing. I try to look at it from the other team's perspective. What would you ask for first? If you were just getting off of contracts, if you're just getting off of money, sure, D'Lo would probably be the same, the one guy that you're probably looking at because he's still most likely going to get off that contract in the summer, although the way he's been playing, you never know. But when it comes to Austin, $14 million a year for three years, you got him on the books for that, so... I don't know. Having a quality rotation player for 14 men a year, some guy can get you 15 to 20 points, does have his deficiencies, but can get you 15 to 20 points, is an attractive uh, option for that for that amount. Uh, Sharky, DeRozan, shooter. DeRozan's a mid-range shooter, Sharky. He's, he, he is a three-point shooter as far as a decent one this year, but he doesn't like to shoot three-pointers. So got to do your little bit of research on that. So Ruz, a runner, half the time, keep Reeves. 
again, if you're going to make a trade at the Lakers, the first player they're going to ask for is Austin Reeves. So if the Lakers make a big splashy trade, don't be surprised if Austin Reeves is the guy they that's traded for. So that's what I have to say for now, but I will say it is great to have you here. Thanks so much again, Daniel. Truly appreciate it. Again, check out Daniel's great channel, Empire Jeff TV's great channel, Lakers and Five's great channel. Also as well, John Costa's great channel, Lakers Corner with Clutch Talk. Also, of course, also as well, the, the of course, Larry Lakers dribbling chit chat. And of course, the Lakers fast break will be on tomorrow. Again, I will try to update you as best I can. I will be on a remote location, so will, which I will divulge tomorrow. Uh, the guys may be doing it from New York as well. We don't know. We're not sure, 100% sure how we're trying to work this out. We've been talking about it now for a couple of days. I know Magic Man is out and about as well, and I wish him all the best. But My thoughts are with him. He's awesome. Truly hope everything's going to be okay for him as well this holiday season. Uh, Brandon says, man, Derek White would be a perfect fit for the Lakers. Always want him from his days in San Antonio. Brandon, unless he comes here on a, as a free agent, I don't see that happening now, especially the way he's playing in Boston. And uh, the fact is that uh, they're going to have to continue to pay a lot of cash for that team. If Boston does not win a championship this year, you might see a breakup in is, but that would be amongst the big two, Brown and Tatum first. That's what I'd go for. Remote location, Gerald is sneaking into Joe's pool. Nah, nah. I, I'm going a little bit in a different area than Temecula, but I will be in California. I'm just warning California on that. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate it. Reeves is the, of the big three. We can't lose a news guy, Reeves. Well, Sharky, Tell him to play better defense or you will lose a new guy like Reese at some point. He does not play defense well. If he cannot play defense well, he is going to get targeted. I know there's a lot of people that want him back in the starting rotation. Again, the more he plays against frontline starters, the more those frontline starters and the teams that are coaching him will pick on him as a defensive uh, uh, inefficiency, a defensive liability right there. Sharky says we can't afford to lose Reeves. If you can't play defense, we can afford to lose Reeves for the right player. Yes, we can. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. The other guys have to defend. But if they're picking on Reeves and they're going at Reeves and the Lakers aren't that fast to recover, then you're always picking on Reeves. Then you're double teaming. If you're double teaming to help out Reeves, then unfortunately you're leaving other people open. It's defense, Sharky. It's defense. Anyone else can't defend. I think you're just, I think in a nutshell, you're describing your own problem about Reeves. If you have to have other players to support Austin Reeves, I think you're just answering your own question right there. Reeves is good. He is not great. He's not great. He's a good player. He's a very good player, can score the ball, has issues as a second playmaker, as we've seen, but he's pretty solid as a player. As a rotation player, I think his future lies very well there. Well, unfortunately, Sharky, we'll wait and see. There's only rumors right now. It's only speculation. There's very much speculation right now, so Reeves may stay, Reeves may go, but I know what other teams would be asking for if you're on the other end. I know what I would be asking for, and I'm pretty sure all these other teams would as well. Uh, 
Lakers don't have much in the way of draft draft choices uh, right now as far as to give up alongside it. So that's why an Austin Reeves as a individual they would be interested in trading would be the key. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. <laughs> Alan says Ham is not a good enough coach to hide him. Uh, that's a good point, Alan. That's a very good point. Uh, the other team's terrible to take our guy, Reeves. Well, again, let's hope he stays our guy. But if not, don't be surprised. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But your thoughts out there in the comments below or in the comments to the side. I'm heading on out. I'm heading on the road here. Hopefully, you will have a safe and happy holiday season. We will do something tomorrow for you. Not quite sure yet if we can have a full pregame, postgame, and playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. I will do my very best to update you tomorrow. We'll find out what's going on for you, and we'll try to do the very best to get you something, something that will satiate you, that will take care of your appetite for the Lakers, and hopefully we'll be able to do that for you tomorrow. Doobie, I do, as always. You hate ham and wins and losses. But thank you so much for joining us. Truly appreciate it. Again, if you have any questions, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, or your comments right here on Facebook and YouTube, at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.